Okay, welcome everyone to another Yamlord session. This is April 6th, and we've had some fun price action now, haven't we? We've seen Bitcoin kind of retrace just a little bit, right? Since we had our uh, our high, well, let's see how many days ago this was. What was it? 28th of March. We hit 48,000 roughly, give or take a couple hundred bucks on the 28th of March. So it's been about 10 days since then. And if you went from there till where we are right now at about 43.8, we're down not quite 10%. It's about a 10% move down overall. So really in reality, is that a lot? No, no. Yeah, I like, I didn't even give you a chance to think about that one. No, that's not a lot. This is Bitcoin. We know, we know how this game works, right? So put in perspective a little bit here to make it easy for you. Um, and by the way, I'm not sure if uh, y'all see I'm live streaming like my screen. Uh, so it's gonna kind of go along with what I'm showing you if you wanna follow along. Um, for those of you just listening, I'll do my best to talk about numbers and make it a little bit easier for you to understand when you're listening. So I'm gonna get a little bit more technical with some things I'm seeing here on the charts. And you wanna know what? I could just be totally wrong with all this. That's the fun of Bitcoin. But you wanna know what? When we can try and predict, it's a good time when things happen, right? You know? So. Let's talk about this move and why we're kind of coming down here. I'm sure if you were to look at the Wolfpack ID indicator, you can already see it, right? So there's some pretty clear as day bearish divergence happening here from the high of, oh, what day was it? Uh, 28th of February, right? So it's been, I don't know, was that 40 days or something like that? And you can see how much higher on the price chart we were comparatively to there. Right, so we had obvious push down just from bearish divergence alone. And we stacked we stacked a couple of them up here pretty much at this point. Now, okay, makes sense for us to come down a little bit. We're starting to trend down. If you look at the um, market structure, you can see that we're now putting in lower lows and lower highs, right? We actually broke through here. And that's why yesterday in the Discord channel, by the way, if you have not joined the Crypto Yams Discord yet, you are missing out on a wonderful community and tell you what, I think we're pretty good at this too. And uh, we can give you some pretty good analysis and we all kind of get together and talk about things, talk about what we're seeing. And yesterday I was talking about if we close below 44.230, and this is on the Coinbase chart, uh, that is the wick low on the 31st of March, if you're looking at a four hour chart, okay? And if we closed a regular candle, by the way, I'm talking about regular candles, not high Kanashi in this uh, scenario here. You notice we did close below, just barely. Well, look what happened. We tried it again, we hit a wick, and it sold off. And here we come down farther, right? Now we're having a little bit of a battle. If you were to take, and the funny thing is, this is all just market structure. That's all everything always is, is market structure. So if you're tired of me saying market structure at this point, Tough luck, I'm gonna keep saying it, big whoop, deal with it. Because you wanna know what? Look at how easy that is there. Here, here's, here's your trade start. So we broke through the low on the 31st of March. Then we have our next low on what? The 25th of March at about 43.6. Boom, look at the buy up. Boom, boom, right? So there's another low. Easy market structure from highs to lows. And I've learned more actually it's about candle closes and candle opens, right? That's really what matters, right? But when you actually close beyond the wick, that's huge because a wick kind of doesn't matter on its own, whatever, you know, it's it's about where it closes. But the fact that we didn't close here below this wick says a lot, it got bought up, right? Now at this point, we were to look at, 
just to give you a reference to market structure, why we bounced on the way down right here pretty much. So you can take this candle body close right here low and which is just, if you go on the line, you can pull it from here. What is that, the 31st of March? And boom, the initial buy up until we broke through and all hell is loose. And then we come down to this wick, close through it. Now we come down to this guy and so on and so forth. You just keep working your way down. It would take a lot for us really to work all the way down to like 30, what, seven, five or so. That's kind of the key spot here. And I think if I were to turn on the TCA indicator, by the way, if you have not updated your slum indicator yet, and if you don't even have the slum indicator, it is now called the TCA or triple confirmation A indicator 1.0. It has an update and this thing is amazing as always. So make sure you update it if you have not. Remove slum A from your chart and then go to indicators tab here. And you should see it under invite only scripts, triple confirmation A 1.0. So make sure you add that to your chart if you have not done so yet. Okay, at this point, I was talking about 43,700 uh, pretty much for the last week or more. That was my target. I literally just kept saying, no, I think 43,700 is still in our future and we'll see, we'll probably find support there. Well, would you look, right? And there's a couple key reasons in particular as to why. 43.7 was such a key spot. Um, and I'll go over kind of why I was targeting that. So if you don't understand why, maybe this will make it a little bit more clear. First thing first, if you take the Fibonacci pull, it's the most basic thing. And I've been trying to show everyone in the Discord channel, just do this pull, please. Just so simple. From the high of 69,000 down to the low at about 33,000. And look at how good this has been just alone so the 0.5 was our rejection spot i'm on the daily or uh, daily time frame right now okay so the 0.5 was our rejection spot what's nice is because i had this pull already done i can look over here and see all of this action going on previously on the way down look at all of this resistance and support bouncing around here okay so i already know this is going to have some action in it just naturally because this served as our resistance spot before we dumped down to 33,000. okay so there's that, and look what happened. We wicked above, sold down. Wicked above, sold down, wicked above, sold down. Eventually, market structure, this candle body became the resistance. Oh, just the candle body closed. Look at that wick, dink, one last try. There's your entry, done. Gotta love it. You can see, just based on market structure, you notice I don't have any indicators going right now. It's just market structure, that's all that truly matters. Market structure, some Fibonacci. When you add indicators, that's what's key, I think. So many people rely on only indicators to do the work for them that they don't actually understand what they're looking at. And if you can read a chart and actually understand what you're looking at and what your goals are and try to predict the future, right? Then you use your indicators to give you confluence. I think that's a better way to go about it personally. You're gonna learn a lot more and you're gonna understand market structure and actually why moves are happening. Because remember, there is no random pivot in Bitcoin. It doesn't exist. There's always a reason for every pivot. And if you're saying, why did this just happen? There's a reason. You just need to know where to look, pretty much. So to get off that tangent though, we bounced off the 0.5 fib and here we are, the 382 at 43,685. Naturally, we go from fib to fib. You can see on the daily here, we retested it after we broke through it and continued up here finally. Uh, it was kind of a resistance back here a few times. 
and here we are retesting it. Doesn't mean we have to close above it, anything like that. We're on the first day of even touching it at this point. Uh, 43,700 at the 382 fib here. First day, we'll see what happens upon close. Obviously there's a battle happening with less than two hours to go. So that's something I'm watching. And also if I remember correctly, I'm trying to remember what time frame I had it on because the slum indicator does change uh, the fib levels as time goes on. Um, so let me, uh, let me see here. Okay, I had that fib. Anyways, was it the four hour? Yeah, so the four hour was providing me also with the 0.5 auto fib at 43,750. So there's another sign. We have the 382 as confluence. We have the 200 EMA on the four hour chart. Okay, you can see the, the rainbow behind here is also butted right up to it. And it's big, fat yellow. So that's bullish at least. Yeah, the 50 and the 21 above us are red and they're looking terrible on a downward slope. But that 200 typically provides some support. And we also have this wick low previously as well here too. So you have the 204 hour EMA, you have the previous wick low, you have the 382 Fibonacci level, you have the 0.5 slum fib as well too, and you also have divergence forming on the wolf pack, bullish divergence forming there, after hidden bullish divergence in general too, because look at how much lower we are right now, and yet how much higher on the chart we are, right? There's hidden bullish divergence all the way back, like especially this point here. And isn't this like the low? Yeah, seriously, the low 37.7. And look at how much more selling pressure there was up here. So, okay, there's hidden bullish divergence. We'll see typically a regular bullish divergence or bearish either way follows a hidden. Well, look what we've got going on here. We have a regular hidden bullish divergence and a regular bullish divergence following it right from here to here. So there it is. So there's more confluence. Now it doesn't mean this is going to be the bottom. Doesn't mean 43700 is it and we're going to go from here. But some sort of support makes a lot of sense and it's all about high probability trades. This would be a fantastic spot if you were in a short, which I'll show you why the short was available to you uh shortly as <laughs> shortly as well and why your entry was actually clear as day as well too. If you are shorting, I don't short personally. I spot buy and sell, uh, but it was my sell point. And yay, it worked out. That's always fun, right? Now, in this case, if you want to see why this move down happened, well, there's a couple There's a couple things in particular. First, when we got this breakdown, I'll just turn uh, TCA off here and uh, I'll, I'll leave those on. Okay, so we had our high and then our low. Look at how abrupt that is, right? That, that's a pretty far drop. We... we what goes up quickly, right? This candle, this big fat candle here on the 27th of March up. Well, we came down pretty much just as quick. Just it's natural. It's how it works because you don't know where to buy during this. That's the thing. Think about it from your perspective. Why do things go up and down so quickly sometimes? Well, I mean, if you don't know where to buy, why does someone else know where to buy? You know, but if you see something like this going on, oh, we'll probably find some support in there and look what happened. You know, it's just kind of like makes sense right? For us to fly down like that and not just stop like right here, because why would we? Okay. Then we put in a lower high at this point and we consolidated. We then formed several different stacks of bearish divergence throughout here as well. So if you were to look from this point to this point, it doesn't look like a lot, but you see it, you do see it, right? And combine that with this, right? So we're lower on the wolf pack but we're higher on the candle closes on the chart. 
And we never closed above this wick, this initial high wick here. We kept trying and it got sold off every time. That just tells me pretty much right here that all of this, it makes a lot of sense now when you break it down and you look at it right here, doesn't it? Look at all these wicks, okay? All this support coming in here when we were up high here at like 47,000. We finally got the volume to break below it. You're gonna naturally retest it. Boom, 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 boom. We retested it like 10 times, just the same, literally the opposite pattern. If you look at this, it's the same damn thing. You know, it's the same pattern. It's kind of crazy. So we retested a bunch of times actually. So if you look there, a regular bearish divergence, you see a trend, same thing, and down we go. At this point, we now have the volume. We now have changed market structure. I'm sure the slum, or should I say triple confirmation A, indicator is red, yes it is. See the red break line. We now have bearish market structure on the four hour. Uh, where is my path again here? So lower high, lower low. So we do a bearish market structure now on the four hour. We need to see that turn around again. At this point, we're seeing support here at around 43.7 or so. Maybe that's it, maybe not. I think this might take a little bit of time to play out. Uh, based on if you were to look at like the daily time frame right now, look at that wolf pack. You know, it's it's pointed into the ground. So yeah, it could just kind of bounce bounce back up here. It is possible, but I think patience is the game here. Maybe we'll see if the oscillator resets a little bit more. Maybe we we start you know getting everything starting to turn around. Draw your wolf pack lines. I highly recommend um, as well too, just to kind of be in. Preparation, you know, you could draw a wolf pack line as like a, a support line, something like that. If you want, I find it helpful. You'll notice Potato does that uh, all the time, really. That's who I learned it from, really. And just be prepared. Watch for your Fibonacci levels below. Um, and oh, also, one last thing I did want to point out also, that it was the top of the triple confirmation A indicator or slum. Look at this 46,875. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it can't get much easier. I've actually talked about this to uh, Slum Doge, uh, how oftentimes we'll break beyond the outsides of the fibs, the auto fibs it creates, like we did, we broke above, and then we'll retest the same as support or as resistance, we'll flip it around. So that's what we did, and it, and it worked. So oftentimes if you find that we're at the top or at the bottom either way, and we're bouncing around below it, Maybe that's kind of like your bottom or, or maybe that's the end of the move a little bit. It's something to look for. Maybe uh, come down on time frames a little bit to figure that out more. But oftentimes it kind of signals the end of a move until it repopulates another set of fibs, you know, and maybe it does. But um, one last thing I did want to point out too, if you do use your daily, weekly, monthly levels, if you do do that, um, I guess I don't have them on this chart right now, um, but that was our monthly level here as well too. Just to give you some reference from previous here, sure I get it right on that guy there. So it was at 47, 134, and let's see, kind of looks like the wick uh, went right up into it one last time there, didn't it? <laughs> you know, I mean, so we broke above the monthly, and actually look at the candles. We actually closed right above it a few times, like all these wicks into it. Finally, we broke below it. So a lot of confluence there for the short or the sell spot. At this point, we've got a good amount of confluence holding us up at 43,700. If that doesn't work out, mm, it, it's kind of tough to de tough to decipher. I would pretty much just be looking for next wick lows over and over and over. So here's our next wick low, our next wick low, right? And just see it and then just look for the reactions at the wick lows. Because as long as we stay above pretty much all of these until like this guy here, 
and don't close below that. But I mean, we're already down at like $37,000. So eh, it kind of seems like we're just stuck in the range at that point. Maybe we keep bouncing around. You know, we've done that enough with Bitcoin and maybe we just re-enter the same damn range we've been in. Could be. Um, but I thought you might find this interesting to see or hear some uh, analysis that isn't triple confirmation related. Uh, more so just tactical analysis in a different uh, different area. My my voice hurts right now. <laughs> Talking a lot. Uh, but does anyone have any questions? Uh, feel free, ask away. Uh, I'd be happy to answer any if you do have some. Oh, well, thank you, Zemus. Yeah, in the end, it's all just, <laughs> it's it's all market structure. If you constantly focus on market structure, kind of can't lose in a way. You know, you need to be able to close over previous wicks to break through ranges and if you don't naturally so you can see back here we tried a couple times look at this here's here's a perfect example okay so just market structure alone literally not even looking at any sort of fibonacci's or drawings or anything let's just get all this out of here okay so you're back here you're on bitcoin this is the four hour chart okay we all we all know this crazy craziness that's been happening here in this range right and we up a hill and down the hill, a bunch of Bart's almost in a way, right? Okay, well, why did this one fail? Why did this move from the 28th of February to the 4th of March? Why did this fail and come right back? If you were to look right here, did we close above that? No, we tried many times and it got sold off every time. Eventually, this here became the resistance, right? We had new new closes. You can see once we, once we, we tried, tried, look at the exact wick right here. Let me uh, turn these up a little bit more here. I think this might uh, make it easier. I'll turn these up. There you go. So you see the exact try. Sell off, sell off, sell off. You see that happen? It's a pretty good sign that sellers are starting to take over, right? It's all just who's taking over. Easy done. And from there, we can even go one level higher, right? So you see like this guy here, we didn't even get anywhere near it, right? But this high, because this is the range right here. This is the range high right here at about 45,000. We attempted the candle body close. Nope, perfect, right? You know, one more try. This is just liquidation. That's all this is. Once you see the first failure, think about it in perspective if you're a, uh, a market maker, right? So you see this first failure and all this sell-off. If I saw that, I'd say, interesting. I'd probably have a hard time not just shorting right there, to be honest, but the move needed to play out more. We know how emotions work there. Okay, the next time, this is just liquidity grab. Because a bunch of people shorted right here, right? And they stuck their stop loss a little chunk above the wick. There it is. That's all that is. You all know what? It made a funny face right here. It made a funny face and it, it, and it did this. And Bitcoin said, aha, and it spit on you. <laughs> That's what happened there. So easy done, liquidity take, but market structure. You don't need, look at, there's no other indicators going on here. Whatever, market structure in the end, all right? This guy, the breakdown, right? Lower high, lower low, boom. Higher high, higher low, higher high, lower low, lower high, lower low. From there, lower prices are expected because now we've changed the market structure to the downside until we can change it to the upside. So we did that. Low, lower high, lower low, higher high. We closed above this wick. Okay, cool. Higher low. Hmm. Well, once we broke through this and closed, once we close this candle, okay, higher high and continue on. But when you zoom out, you can see the greater picture. 
Everyone in sessions chat, please click that message link. That is going to take you to the TCC updates for the triple confirmation community token. We have our Wednesday update today on the 6th of April. There's a couple things in particular I do want to mention to make sure you are all aware of. Oh, I um, there is TCC distribution still happening. We will keep harping on this until everyone has turned their previous tokens, the TC into the TCC token. We need everyone to fill out that form. If you have not done it, make sure you take care of the first um, paragraph there. There is a form. You just click that and get that done. The faster you get that done, the more progress we can make on this project, the sooner. So um, the deadline is on the 13th of April. So if you did not fill out a form by then, uh, while it will be created for you automatically, however, there will be a fee of 2,500 ACC. Get it done. Don't incur a fee. Don't, don't overdraft your bank. Just get her done. And to everyone that has done it already, thank you very much for actually getting it done. It's awesome. It's not too hard once you do it, right? So our new URL for our website is being established. Um, but if you want to see what we're working on already, just check out crypto-yams.com. You can kind of see what we're already working on. Uh, however, it's going to end up being a different platform, really. But it might, uh, it might tease you just a little bit to see what we're doing. Um, and also, if you have social media, make sure you follow. There is a Twitter, a TikTok, and a Medium, all dedicated to the triple confirmation. So make sure you follow those as well. Um, our first trading pool will begin on April 20th. That is 420. Gotta love it. It's on TraderJoeXYZ.com slash home pound symbol. And the first pool will be the TCC token and AVAX. Okay, so you'll provide liquidity to the pool. And of course, you'll be able to start trading your triple confirmation community token. Um, if you're not familiar with impermanent loss, be sure to read about it, learn about it. Uh, Binance has a great article on how impermanent loss works. There's videos on YouTube. Um, make sure you look into that so you understand that that can be definitely will be a part of it. It's just to how much, right? Um, and also the process of setting up our multi-sig wallets, since there will be uh, seven signatures needed um, in order to do pretty much any major transaction involving uh, the founder's uh, wallet, then we will be using Pangolin for our provider. Um, if you want to learn more about it, there is a Medium article attached in the update as well too. And something really cool, if you're not familiar with how TCC works is for every transaction you do, there is there are fees involved, right? But what's cool, 1% gets distributed to everyone else and then 1% is burned. So it's deflationary in that way and it obviously pays to be a holder of TCC because if people are doing transactions, well, you're getting paid fees every time. Gotta love that, that's pretty amazing. Um, overall, super excited for this. There is constant work being done. Know that this project is coming. Be excited for it. If you were a part of the Crypto EMs community already, well, you know what? Bravo to you because you made that step in the first place and you probably helped contribute to it as well. So coming from uh, one of the people that are a part of the multi-signature wallets, just want to say thank you. Uh, for being a part of this and we are so excited to get this kicked off. I hope you are as well. So 
That will be it for today's yam session. Uh, this is April 6th. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you learned something. If you want to learn more, be sure to check out the Discord channel, Crypto Yams, and uh, sign up because it is the best community and the best home for you to join. Thanks.